0: This can move out of the shot, man. Nah, man.
1: It's calm. The, it's the calm. whole point of that is so we can snack on
0: it. Yeah, yeah How about yeah. I just put it on the table? It's clean.
2: And plus it, like, every yeah, now and don't again, you need they, that. You don't
0: know what they've been doing right, yeah, on this table,
1: yeah.
2: man. Yo, bro. It's calm, man. People are going to be watching this, bro. They're going to be, <laughs> <laughs> <They're gonna> be <laughs> commenting cramps. like, did you just? In Could have got it? a plate from the kitchen, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> what is the purpose of this? Bro, it actually looks quite nice in this shop. I know my wife, for a fact, is going to say, did you eat those off the table? it doesn't matter, just tell her, yes I did. That's equal It's just us, look.
0: You can start by the way. I, I don't mind leaving this conversation in. Yo, what I want? Stop moving around. Why? Why? What difference is there, you're, like? you're going You're going like this and left to right on the mic. You should know about these panning. No,
1: my mouth. It's staying. No, nah, it's not. Here. Yes, you're, it is. Li- I trust can hear me. You in the audio. Trust me. I'm number one Pon the mic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know how it works. Okay. Um, let me... Uh, oh, yeah. We're doing the intro at the end. Yeah, let's so do it Yeah, let's, So um, we don't really need to introduce it. We can go straight into it.
2: Well, let me just clean my nose.
0: Jeez. I might have to leave these uh, cuts in.
2: <laughs> I have to leave these bloopers in. I've got
0: so many sick bloopers from my um, start of the podcast and ending of the podcast. What,
2: what do you do about your uh, constant nose running? Okay. Me? Yeah.
0: Oh, uh, Alhamdulillah, it goes on a bit of a pause while yeah. some <laughs> yeah. drips into his
1: mouth and he just swallows <laughs> it know. up like the man he is.
0: <laughs>
2: he takes it like a man.
0: Oh, Trello, let me open I Trello. Know.
2: When the podcast, when the camera starts, I feel like there's like, I don't know, like, I don't know how I look in it, I don't know if there's something. Yeah I don't know either like You're a married man You don't need to look good
0: <laughs> My hair might be popping out of the Thingy I've not Doesn't washed matter. this hat I've not washed this hat Since I bought it Yeah it looks so <laughs> The guy play. that puts sweets On the table I'm not surprised From azaha.com And the website's Not working anymore Alright let's go um, I don't know how to start This one actually AJ um, Just start it casually man Because Stop tuning into the mic man why? Because it's going pachak pachak. You can't hear yourself. <laughs> I'm meeting you with
1: my mouth closed and it
0: still picks up. Yes. Okay. These are sensitive mics. I finished expensive. eating now anyway. Pachak pachak. You're going pricey mics. You're going to have a budget. You're going to have a setback. You're going to have a setback. Is this for Desi? Pod or am I, <laughs> am I missing something? <laughs> nah, that's all right. You understand Urdu, so we can um, do that. Um, yeah, we've decided to talk about perception. <laughs> I kind of coughed whilst I said that. <laughs> um, we decided to talk about perception. Um, why is it important to talk about perception?
1: That is that is the key here. Yeah. Why is it important? Are you asking me? Or I'm asking a, I'm asking everyone. Asking, yeah. Why is it important? Why is we, perception important well, to you?
0: We we deal with it day to day. It's every, it's every day. Like my perception in front of you now it matters my perception at home it matters my perception at work yeah. it
1: matters do you know what a lot of the episodes that we actually record perception ties into it a lot mm. and there's a lot of um like even when we're recording episodes right i might say something but you guys might not be comfortable saying it because you're worried about the perception i don't know let's say your family will have or certain different people mm. um and that's why perception is important to talk about because perception is how our relationships with other people essentially yeah, work. Yeah, yeah,
2: I'd I'd go I'd go as far as as far as to say perception, um, uh, depending on like what kind of perception you have of others and how you how others perceive you, uh, your career, you know, your um, where you progress to and stuff. That is dependent on perception and how you will you perceive the world around you and how people perceive you. Mm. Um I feel like it plays a big part in how far you get in life. Um yeah. So. Well it it goes without saying
0: um you'll have different behaviors in front around of different, different people. Yeah. And yeah. that's completely normal. Like if you for example if you went home today and you're sitting with your family even though knowing your family you're quite open with them, you're quite on a, You're quite chilled out, right? Yeah. But certain things you say, certain thing like the way you behave, it will be a lot different to how you are with your boys. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Or when I'm at work. Yeah. And um just like that, when when I, for example, in front of my family, um, a lot more like if I'm if I'm being real, real, I'm just like real. I'm, I've got my shlavar on. Uh, I got I got like a white t-shirt on, and I don't care how fat I look in it. Do you know what I mean? And that's the perception I'm like I'm willing to expose at home. But would I do that outside or in my friend's house even if I've lived there for a week? Probably not. Yeah. I I reckon you're probably that comfortable with me. <laughs> <laughs> and probably probably not. Um probably not. I've seen a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, that's because we've we've travelled together. Yeah. Um and at the end of the day, the people you travel but with But that, that takes time. That takes time and
1: trust, and that's why you've got that comfort. So I guess comfort kind of ties in to perception as yeah. well um, which is why when it comes to like other people I personally from experience um, I lived long enough for 27 years that I've had on this planet what I've realized is, is when I've let certain people get too comfortable with me they've taken advantage of that mm. like I've had people that maybe I've just met and I've opened up to them I've given them a sense of comfort and that sense of comfort has made them say things or made jokes and stuff that i would take offensively it's like what have i done to make you feel like you can say that to me like we're not we're not we're not on that level yeah. um and yeah over time i've just learned that i can't i can't be like that with with everyone
2: yeah i think for me it's been um a little bit of a challenge like the way i am at work um and the way I'm I am at home, I try my best to like uh differentiate um how I am at work and how I'm at, how I am at home. Because sometimes when you're at when you're at work you're sort of playing a game, sort of you uh inner you're in a, you're in a circle of people where there's a lot of politics, there's a lot of people who uh, you need to impress, there's some people that you need to kind of like um, put in their place. And Sorry, stuff.
0: Which, which are you talking about?
2: So I'm saying that like I, I, I have had a challenge with perception and trying to, you know, like perception at home and perception at work, yeah. for example, yeah. separating them because mm. like I've noticed that in the past where, um, where the way I am at work and I'm quite like, people would will describe me as quite, I wouldn't say ruthless, I would say, um I'm Ruthless, yeah. Not ruthless. Um I don't know what I don't know the right, right word. Like firm. Yeah, at work I'm quite like it's work basically. I'm not I'm not there to make friends, basically. Okay. Um so I get a lot of uh I feel like it's played a big part in my progression at work. But then there's been times where I've i cu- I've come home and my wife is like, What's wrong with you? And um I'm trying to play the same games, the same politics. At but, work, at yeah. home, but do you to, have
0: that balance where you can switch off? You can leave that attitude. Well, at I've learned to do that. I've learned okay. to do
2: that now. But um it's 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 a weird one because like you know when we say like who you are, like who who am I basically? Who is the real me? Uh, I would say that the real you is the person you are around your family, obviously, or where you're wherever you're most comfortable. I'll give you a good example of
1: um, perception. Actually, Um it's in the workplace. This this is a workplace example. So I worked at this place, right? Um, where I worked amongst white middle-class men, predominantly, it was a small company, but that was, most, most of the people that I worked with were middle-class white men. Anyway, um, I came into work one day, yeah? Um, maybe I had like a high-fade haircut, like an urban kind of haircut, yeah? And my sales director at the time, the first thing he said to me was, that's a bit of a gangster haircut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, But it's perception, right? Yeah. He got that perception from looking at my haircut.
2: Well, when when in reality it is just a haircut. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get I've got that as well like where somebody's made a joke about you know sometimes we use slang and we say like uh man don't like mugs or something. We're like you know we use like different kinds of slang. Yeah. Or we yeah. we kind of grew up on that kind of slang. It's just um and then when you in the workplace when you hear people take like uh, making fun out fun out of it, You've, uh, there's a little bit of you that is like, you know, like it feels a bit offended. Like why are you why are you taking the piss? It's but.
0: interesting you mentioned about the haircut thing because I change my haircut or what grade I get here at mm. based on the client. <laughs> yeah, wow. So <laughs> yeah, it sounds it sounds a bit strange, <laughs> but if the client's like more, um if they're more like young, vibrant, if that if it's that kind of um environment, or if the office is like there white crispy glass doors then yeah i'd I'd go in with like a 0.5 or a one um but if it's like the current client i'm at they're like um it's a manufacturing client so they're a bit like you know they're a bit traditional in that sense slightly older people working then i'll probably go for like a 1.5 or a two on the side um uh, and i don't mind leaving it um looking a bit um overgrown at times whereas if i went into the young one yeah because everyone's like you know Suited, booted, I sort of morph into that environment kind of thing. Why do we dress a certain way um, when we go to work? Well, number one is probably policy, or
1: and and then. But it's it's to give that perception that we're serious about what we do. If you come in your tracksuit, oh. then you don't look professional. You don't look like you're serious. Oh yeah, about of course. But there are
0: some industries like the creative industry. You wear whatever you want, but I've still noticed people don't necessarily go in tracksuits. Um, tracksuits. I think, is, let's say
2: jeans because I don't yeah, think anyone ever, yeah really, I don't think even
0: in the creative industry you are you can wear whatever you want whatever yeah. brings out your element yeah but yeah I mean
1: it depends on your industry right if your industry is client facing mm. or B2B or whatever then you have to dress a certain way because you're dealing with people outside yeah. of a business that you
0: have to 100%. give a certain perception to especially um, so with the client I'm on now because they're outsourcing their work to my company for example I have to represent my company. Yeah. Mm. I'm not I'm not necessarily representing the client, I'm representing my company. So I ha- even though they dress casually, I have to and I want to go in a suit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, and that's that's the perception I wanna give to them that look, yeah, us guys are like you know, we're consultants, we're we're we dress like consultants, we're top notch kind of thing. Yeah. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah. it's, it's very interesting. Even in sport, perception's important. You know, the football kits, the colour of the football kits and stuff like that. Um, I forgot who it was, but um, uh, an, an ex-manager or ex-footballer or someone was doing an interview and they were talking about um, a team. I think maybe it was AC Milan or another team. And they said when they saw those players wear those colours, they found it intimidating.
0: That's interesting. So yeah.
1: like all these things, they they matter. Yeah. Um, oh,
0: touching on that. I just remembered something. Do you remember um, last year... So, Man City have been getting.
2: Is Twitter the swear word? They, oh, I mean, they, you've already said it. Okay. <laughs> uh,
0: Man City have been getting um, abolished by Liverpool in in the past years. Yeah, we've been ap- absolutely thrashing them at Anfield. And so, what they've done is they used to come in their blue kit, right? The sky blue kit. And last year, I think it was a, we drew 1 1 with them, or is it, it was a draw. It might have been a 0 0 draw. They came in their um, their darker jersey, like mm. complete completely different outfit to what they wear usually, just to take away like the bad, like the thrashings they got in the other kit, and just to like provide a bit more of a like a like rebrand. A di- yeah, like a rebrand, like a different coloured team, uh, a, d- a different team that's coming to Anfield, and it like we're we're different. Basically, you can't yeah. beat us like you did before. Yeah. But this season they changed it up uh, back to sky blue, and then they got thrashed again yeah uh,
1: <laughs> with uh with my team man united right um on match days when the players come in you're laughing <laughs> <laughs> but they're struggling at the moment but, but we'll be back um before match day when they come in they wear suits traditionally they've always worn uh, always worn even suits and they wear that to um what's it called to um something the culture what word am i looking at What what word am i thinking of Something to uh, I, I don't know really what you've lost. About. I've, I've lost it's my fine, train of thought. It's fine. You can think about it. Um, but basically, to to emphasise the culture of the club, basically emphasise oh, tradition. I see, I see, tradition. See, see, yeah, so yeah. it's a tradition. Uh, tradition. I'm on one today. A yeah. tradition to wear that suit because it um,
0: represents the stature <laughs> it, of the club.
1: It, it represents the stature of the club. That wasn't the word that I was looking for. I had the word in my head, um, which basically. It combines all their core values, basically. Right. That's the best way to say it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Um, I mean,
2: it's like imagine there's like a mob of people, yeah, that are coming to hurt you on on two sides, yeah, and you're in the middle. And one mob is wearing pink, and they're both equally like in number and stuff. One mob is wearing pink. The, you know what? One mob is wearing dresses, yeah, mm. all of them, even the men, and the g- And one mob is like balaclavas you know blacked up you're obviously gonna run away from the the, the, the one club is, exactly yeah. so it's like I, it's all about perception
0: exactly and you know before we came into the studio today you see that monopod i got where the cameras <laughs> stood yeah you know when it closed down yeah when it's all shut and compact it looks like a police baton yeah. so i went into the pharmacy yeah, and i had it in my hoodie um, thingy here and um some guy like he looked at me strange and there was another guy looking at me for quite a while and th- then i realized like oh it might be this thing and the guy goes to me you know that looks quite dodgy right and then in my head i was thinking maybe if i had the legs open it would look like a tripod and they wouldn't be like slightly threatened about it maybe yeah. if it was like a light blue color color maybe if it looked a bit more like a selfie stick or if it was like pink or something in the exact same design yeah they would be cool with it yeah. but just because it was yeah. black and he had the like the rubber grip kind of thing um and the stuff hanging out at the end um it looked like a police baton and it made yeah. people feel a bit threatened. When
1: I want to confront someone and I
0: want to, like, intimidate them a bit,
1: right, I had a bad experience. So I Airbnb-let like, one of my rooms, right, I had a bad experience. I had this young, young person stay and they basically messed up the place and um, I wanted to confront them about it, right? So I dressed up um, in a hoodie and a tracksuit, black hoodie, black tracksuit, just to <laughs> confront them, just because... If I went like this, for example, yeah. maybe they wouldn't have been intimidated. But I went, I went in to intimidate them, yeah. um, and it worked. And things like that do work for way that you dress, for way 100%. that you speak, for way yeah. that you act, bro. It's like
0: that. in EastEnders episodes. Whenever they want, like for example, uh, Martin usually he'd wear that um, leather jacket, nice bit of fur, and that it'll yeah. dress okay, yeah. But when he was starting to do that stuff with Ben, he was wearing a hoodie um some dark leather jacket um and it ma- basically made him look a certain way which um changed his character yeah and yeah. they do that but, all the time
2: but what do you think about like changing character so like would you say that um cuz i have different characters that i play in the workplace in on client site uh in different situations um and i've had to i don't like i don't like going out of my own character um but it feels like it was it was like a necessity to create these characters to progress. So, what do you think about having different? I think sorts? that's
0: fine personally. Um, like on a client engagement, I've sometimes played the role of an engagement manager. Sometimes I'm just a, a normal consultant there. Um, so, if I'm if my role says I'm something, I'll probably change my character, and I do change my character to match that role do you know
1: what i mean i'm um, like a um is it a chameleon chameleon, chameleon is a chameleon? chameleon yeah chameleon,
0: chameleon.
1: <laughs> do you know what there used to be a pokemon called charmander and that's yeah, yeah. why oh, he was my favorite <laughs> what was his dad's but, uh, name the one that used to fly not, that's his, not dad's dad, that's his dad his <laughs> <has> evolved <laughs> charizard.
0: <laughs> charizard yes
1: his dad's name <laughs> anyway um i'm like um i'm like a uh, chameleon in a sense where i'm different with different people like even if it's individuals i'll be different with everyone i don't know i'm just used to that i think maybe because there's an element of emotional intelligence which i think i have um, a high level high level of. there's some people that you have to act a specific way um, just to cater to their personalities and there's other people you have to act a certain way to cater to their personalities um like i've got a lot of siblings right I might have one sibling that's a little more sensitive yeah, than yeah, another yeah, sibling yeah, yeah. so I'd have to talk to them differently in order to get my message through. Yeah. 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 Um and sense. I'm like that with people outside of my family as well and I've learned to do that over the years and I yeah. think that and, comes from experience. Yeah,
0: that's just the way you deal with people really like football managers um managers at the workplace um employers they they treat their like they treat their what's the what understudies not the understudy their um employees yeah yeah like like, yeah the people they're managing They this is why it's called man management for example because you you do it per person is like some people like for example footballers some need to be treated in a certain way others need to be treated in a different way um so you have to change your like it's just the way you deal with people
2: yes it's like when i um when i got my first job after graduating It was a very small company, so the culture was very, like, they were quite close-knit. So I was able to, like, learn a lot of things and be myself, if you know what I mean. Mm. How I am at home, I could, like, chat to them and stuff and then, you know, they would correct me in the right place, whatever. But then when I moved into, like, bigger companies, more corporate kind of companies, I realised that it's not going to cut it. Like, you can't be... I I couldn't be myself. I couldn't be the way I was at home. I couldn't be the way I was in my previous company. So I saw, like what all the um the way the senior guys were and I thought I might not be able to like have their credentials or their knowledge but if I was to just replicate a little bit of their personality a little bit, like just the way they um the way they handle clients and stuff. Um so I done that and like people's perception of me, even though I was I they probably had like ten years plus experience mm. people's perception of me was um, you know, I'm I'm quite capable. I've I've probably got, you know, years and years of experience, yeah. which is why I was able to like land uh contracts and stuff that typically yeah. uh, young people don't really tend to land. Um and I think that was all down to perception and how yeah. I presented myself to someone. It's how
0: you carry yourself as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A number of times like in university for example, when I was doing the whole packsock thing, when I was chairing that um my perception like i i feel like sometimes i feel like um and it's one of my regrets as well that i really didn't get to live my uh university life how i actually really wanted to because i had to carry myself in a certain way because of leading that, that large of a society for example mm-hmm. um and it's the same with like your different uh circle of friends so if you've got older an older um circle of friends you're you're going to behave in a different way you're going to have more
2: mature conversations um, do, you, do you think you can have friends uh, in your workplace
1: your um, colleagues I tend to separate emotion from the workplace to be honest yes um, it's,
0: it's a difficult one man because um I see what you mean Um because I've got of I've, 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 you know like in the inductions we, when, when i joined the grad scheme initially um we went on some inductions yeah and and I met some people from there that I'd probably call my friend um at the time but as time has progressed uh, you've been in different locations and stuff um that relationship kind of wears away so i imagine in the workplace unless you're in the same place every single day and you start to like you start to connect with people um you start finding um similar for example personality traits or similar interests you start hanging out with them um other, other otherwise it's very difficult um yeah if you're not like if i'm nine to five every day with a person monday to friday i'm probably gonna make one or two friends man yeah. like, i'm it happened in like um in, when I was in, interning in uh, Amsterdam, one of the other guys, he started liking football. So we started, he liked football. And so we kind of built a little bit of a friendship where we'd go and watch games, like Ajax games. Um, so if you're working regularly with someone, yeah, you can develop a friendship. Um, I Actually saying that, when I interned um, in Birmingham um, for a recruitment firm, um, I, I made a friend through there. Um, I was only there for, uh, it was only a three month internship. So, but that guy with that guy, I'm I'm still friends with today. Um, Imran. So I don't know. Him. Oh, you know, the guy I was telling you about the hedge guy with the shoulder injuries. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so he's going to be a future guest on the pod, but yeah, he's, I'd call him my friend now. Touching yeah, on I'm your,
2: not-
1: um, sorry, touching on your friend's point. You know, when you said different circle of friends, different ages and stuff like that. For me, it's different. I think I'm mostly me probably around 90% me when I'm with my friends. um, just, just because with my character or me truly being me, there has to be like a trust element. Like I have yeah. to open myself up. And I feel like with people I trust, I wouldn't be friends with people I don't trust, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I'd open myself but up so I'm me, like
0: fully. But me. there's different variations of friendship as well. Some people you have like a deeper friendship, right? Like so... With me, you, so, for example, because we go back so many years, mm. we've got more of a deeper friendship. Like you know things about me and I know things about you that your other circle of friends they don't know about you. Mm.
2: That's why that's what I wouldn't like I wouldn't I wouldn't actually call them friends. No, I, I still I don't have friends like that though. I yeah. literally
1: all my friends are close friends and that's it. I don't have anyone same, outside of same. that circle. Okay. I don't so, have multiple
2: yeah, yeah. groups of friends to I honest. mean some people are quite sociable and they like to you know they, they can make friends but you, you, w-
0: you even said like when oh. you were in uni you didn't make that many friends so you've always I, kept I, one I, circle of friends right
1: I okay so we have the circle that we have yeah I've yeah. got that circle of friends I have some friends in Brighton as well yeah, yeah and those are good brothers They're very close friends to me as well. And to be honest, if they weren't in Brighton, let's say if if they were in Reading, I would have introduced them to my other friends and then they would have been in that circle as well. If you look at our circle of friends, like my cousins are in my circle of friends as well because it's like all my friends should be friends. Like we all introduced each other to one another and that's because that circle is a circle that I can be open with. It's not like I have this circle that I'm open with but another circle here. It's not like that um i mentioned my brighton friends because obviously none of you guys know them um but if they were closer if they were more, lo- more local 100 percent, you'll know them um because you know when we chill out when we go to london or when we go out to dinner or whatever i would have invited them as well but yeah location but makes I, it I, mine's makes completely it different yeah. man
0: so i've got a different circle of friends for certain types of motives you got uh, friends for holidays and <laughs> <laughs> no, I, for, for holidays that thankfully i've been like that um sent point where uh, okay, if I go on this holiday, I can sort of select which. Your, your other go. friends are your uni friends, were, right? Uni. I got the Oxford friends. Well, you you lot count as that because you we went to the same school and nah, that. nah, I'm not an Oxford friend.
1: Actually, yeah. I
0: don't represent Oxford. No, nah, but I met you in Oxford, right? At uh, once yeah. point yeah. a time, you did. Yeah, once someone, yeah. Uh, I never represented Oxford. Uh, whatever, man. That's just massive <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, uh, But yeah,
0: I met you in Oxford, so I always I'll always call you like my Oxford friend. <laughs>
2: But you know what I, I like to um, the perception I like to have uh, the the, the, perce- the perception I like to put out of work co- to work colleagues and stuff is a bit a little bit of a mystery like I don't want them to know me yeah, yeah. I don't want to oh, be 100%, friendly with them. hundred percent um and I th- I feel like it's worked quite well and in all honesty yeah why, why? because like um I can uh I can play i don't want to say play games but I, I can like alter their perception depending on my needs yeah but why would you want to do that why what because makes you want to do that he's trying to, to get to his job done yeah i'm trying to get my job done and See, I, I, I want you know like you know you hear this all the time yeah in these like cheesy uh in like commercials and that like um per, uh, uh what was it perceive believe achieve conceive believe achieve that oh, kind yeah, of stuff yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like become become what you want to be then you will become that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. obviously i don't follow that to the t but it's like uh in my experience if i sh- if i show myself to be um a contractor with my own company and like they might think that i'm really well off and i've been doing this for like tens of years they're going to speak to me different and they are and this th- that's how it works
1: 100 I, I feel i feel similarly in the workplace as well but the reason why i can't be myself is is because of my background or where i come from i come from humble beginnings i come from a working class family so when i'm amongst people that don't come from working class families like i gave that middle class example i feel like i feel like i don't belong here like we go to shoreditch in london yeah yeah full of businesses full of people in suits very fast i go there and honestly i i have so much anxiety just because i feel like i'm in a place where i don't belong yeah
2: so I used to have that as well. <clears throat> you know, when you're like, uh, an example is um, a, f- a year back, there was like a Christmas lunch or so, something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was for a company that was um, quite, um, the yeah. So it was for a really big company. And we went, I had to go to a safari in um, near Birmingham. And so we drove into this, well, I drove into the safari and there was like an underground cellar thing. And it was like a posh, um, bald thing where people were wearing tuxedos and like, ball gowns and all that stuff and they were um they had um waiters with like caviar. Have you ever had caviar? I
1: haven't had caviar. But what you're talking about is a masquerade ball, yeah? Are you talking about where no, no, they where weren't a standard, standard ball, yeah. It was just like okay, a it fine. was
2: and they were like really dressed up and um the jewellery you could tell like they were like expensive jewels and stuff and these were all like contractors. Obviously I've only been doing this for about a year. Yeah. These guys have been doing it all their lives. Um so they are gonna be quite well off. But um previously where i've had anxiety where i've sat for a meal and i didn't know how to use a knife and fork like honestly i've i've <clears throat> i've been in uh, team lunches in the beginning of my career where i sat down to eat with them and i literally don't know how to use a knife and fork. how was, early was this this was like my first job my first or second job but in this, england yeah in england yeah, yeah yeah that's a bit mad but but that i converted that anxiety so this one that i talk about with the ball and everything when i went there I was what they want. I showed them what they want to see. How did you eat
0: a soup? Oh no, use the the soup, soup, not knife and fork.
2: But yeah, so like I went there and there was people they were eating caviar and (laughs) stuff. I mean, who the hell eats fish eggs and caviar? Like I, obviously that's a delicacy, but to me it's like roe salad. You're not using a caviar, exactly. So, but I had to like move around when I when I walked into the room, I had to like assess um, who's there, and kind of like play a little chess game in my head like okay so this is that person okay i need to go and speak to this person about something bro platinum. even the way you
0: eat man around certain people it's yeah, so, yeah, yeah for me it's so different when i'm at home i'm like proper like <laughs> yeah. My, yeah yeah my wife's like you eat like a child yeah
1: but <laughs> when i'm eating with my, with my work colleagues or someone yeah or i'm at like some lunch like you were out or
0: a ball or whatever i'm just like proper like knife and fork yeah proper like careful,
2: I, I have this thing. Proper yeah. like, they know, eat burgers. They year. burgers, but they cut the burger yeah. with the no, okay. which is alien that, to that's
0: me. That's interesting because um, you know how Ibi has that sweat thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get um, I get uh, more of a runny nose when I'm when I'm eating something spicy, yeah. Hmm. So if I'm sat at, like in front of like important people, I will deliberately order a milder meal. So if we went say Nando's or something, I will get yeah, like yeah. a mild chicken yeah. or like a what's the one medium, yeah, 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 yeah. medium chicken, and lemon and, and herb, yeah, lemon and herb, and um. Uh, and if I'm going somewhere like if in front of someone, if I'm eating a burger in front of someone who I've maybe not met before, who I'm not that comfortable with, I'm eating it with a knife and fork, bro. There yeah. is no way I'm putting that near my mouth. Yeah. 100%. And if you've got a beard as well, yeah, things you yeah. get stuck in your beard. So I always have a tissue. And after every bite, I'm like, why my beard? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, when I eat salani, for example, yeah, outside yeah. an Indian restaurant, a lot of the times, bro, after each navala with people that I'm not comfortable with, we're just there for a meal. I'd wipe my hands because I don't want that haldi going in my nails. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, so I have the naan, I have the nawala, wipe my mouth. You know how Gore do with their little napkin thing, yeah. The cloth napkin. Do that with the <laughs> across the mouth and everything. Yeah, it's I the, do all the It's all so of that frustrating because well. I yeah. want to enjoy the food. Yeah. I don't want to be thinking about do you know what I mean?
1: I, I think um things like this as well, they stop me sometimes from working at my best. Because I am um, the kind of job that I do, I deal with different people like c-level people directors of big enterprise businesses and obviously they're posh people right middle class people higher class whatever you want to call them definitely upper class yeah exactly and sometimes when I'm speaking to them I feel some some kind of intimidation not like an intimidation like I'm scared of this person but I'm I'm worried about what they'll think of me because I don't know. I can't really explain it. It's weird,
2: but that stops me from working at my best. You know, one thing that I I I've done to stop that kind of anxiety is eye contact. And like, um, if you uh, if you're speaking to someone and you and you look at their eyes and like look at look at them like through them, basically, um, there's a lot that you can read and there's a lot that they can see. And some people actually they get a little bit intimidated of you, mm-hmm. and that's a good thing. So it's not you're not trying to scare them or anything, but they're they're kind of like okay this guy is like this guy hasn't broken eye contact and i think psychologically you get a bit like um i respect this person so yeah. i do that quite yeah. a bit even like even with my managers and stuff i look at them until they look at, look away and this is something that i've picked up but it's a process you have to train yourself to do that yeah, over yeah. time you have You're to keep doing freak, it and gradually man. it becomes natural huh? a bit of a freak now I blink, No, i blink d- d- i don't stare at them like that because yeah, you don't I, have a contest I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, al- I always
0: make eye contact as well but That I I have to take some breaks otherwise I can literally feel the client feeling like a bit intimidated It's you don't in my position I don't want them to feel like that because I'm there to help them with a solution for example
2: yeah but they also in that intimidation or whatever they will rely on you
0: I, I need to know everything from them so I don't want them to be thinking about I don't want them to i don't want to make them uncomfortable feel uncomfortable yeah they yeah. need to be comfortable for them to give me all the details of if i'm doing a transformation they need to be able to tell me everything yeah yeah and if i'm making them uncomfortable they're gonna probably forget some things or be thinking a bit
2: I, I i would say that if anything it would make them think a, li-
0: a little bit more in not in my experience man
2: so if you try it just try it try it with like a low pr- Try if it with i try product. that with my
0: next um if I go in on Monday and I try that, she would be like, he's changed over the weekend.
2: No, no, no. It's not, I'm not... When I say eye contact, say I'm talking to you right now yeah. and we're having a conversation and yeah. it's not weird cause because we're having DIs a conversation. I think <laughs> I
1: think if you're this close with a stranger, it's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. that is a
2: bit weird. But um, I learned that off um, Mike Tyson and it's weird because that was the first point of contact with this little method or whatever because he used to say that, you know, he he used to look at his opponent in the eyes and he used to know whether... Yeah. He, he, like, he he's already won the fight before the yeah. fight. Well, they
1: say your, your eyes are the windows to your soul, right? Exactly, so. yeah.
2: So then after I saw that, I heard that from Mike Tyson, i done a bit more research on it and psychologists, and there's a reason why they say, you know, firm, uh, firm handshake and eye contact.
0: Even more than that, there's um, about tightening the um, top lip, um... There's a few other things with your facial features yeah. that you can do, to or or, or in- with with my daughter, like encourage certain behaviors. Yeah.
2: So like with my daughter, I think this is a biological thing because with my daughter, like say for example, if I'm, if she does something like she makes a mess or something, and I make I make eye contact with, her. I don't I'm not shouting her or anything, I make eye contact. She automatically looks down and she looks feels like, you know, like she feels like ashamed, like what what she's done. And this is not something that I've taught her to do. I've not said look down or something. I think it's like you know like um rob you know um in the animal kingdom like dogs when they make eye contact that kind of stuff and they like
0: they I d- try not to look at dogs man I <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, like yeah. dogs I they don't look that, at dogs
2: they say that when you're uh, getting chased by a dog, dog someone, wants don't a make beef. eye contact <laughs> just avoid the eyes try look away um, getting
1: chased by a dog don't make eye contact don't run but run if you don't run <laughs> yeah. they'll get you I'll if you run the they'll carry on chasing <laughs> you I'll, I'll you can't win
0: straight up i cross the road
1: I, I had a bad um, experience with dogs when I was younger this is why I don't like dogs I'm traumatised when <laughs> I was about 6-7 years old I had one dog chase me for at least half an hour it just didn't stop and I just remember crying for my mom. Could saying you this run dog that won't much? stop chasing me I don't remember. Maybe I'm exaggerating for sure time, you, but it I, was a long time. Yeah, yeah. kids can it was run a, a alarm, very man. long time. It,
2: pro-
0: it probably felt like half an hour, man.
2: And, and you know what? Kids can run a long. Kids time. can run. Kids can a run
0: a long time. time. When I was yeah. a kid,
1: I used to run around for ages. Never used to f- feel tired. Nowadays, not the same. The body does not function the same. But um, what do we think about perception with our families and stuff like that? Yeah, I was coming. See, up
2: that's to the that. that's the that's the difficult bit. That's the
1: main one, right? Especially in our culture, Asian culture, because you can't
2: be yourself. Well, you. You are kind of yourself, but sometimes they kind of you like know, put you down. You I- know, I'll start you're...
0: from this, yeah. You know, when we were younger and um, our parents used to tell us there's this person of this ex-Asian family, be like their son, be that well behaved. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So they had, that's their perception of that child. Because but you he... knew that child <laughs> was the devil. <laughs> when that child came into our house, for example, he was be- he like he was behaving like some innocent mad you know what i mean some yeah. proper innocent like lovely fair guy whatever um but growing up we knew them outside and i used to think like look it's mad how you think this of this person but we know in actuality what they're like yeah. and we know not to be like that person yeah of course of um, course and uh, thankfully with some of them like the way it happened in society it turned out like now if they for that same person now they would not give that example Mm. um but back then they did and we kind of knew them things from that time
2: i mean perception in front of parents is i think the most difficult parents or family i think it's even more difficult than how you perceive how because you can like like i said you can create characters outside uh, outside of your home but people that have raised you And they know who you are, they know your personality, they know when you lie, what faces you make when you that kind of stuff. You can't really be. be Do you know what? I I
1: can give you like another dimension to what you're saying, yeah? Obviously, you guys come from a conventional family, I don't, right? So, I've not lived with my dad consistently enough for him to know me inside out. So, when me and my dad are talking, or when I've done something and he doesn't like it, he basically the examples that he gives and the opinion he has of me was from when I was a child and obviously I'm not a child now and it's quite frustrating because that's the only perception he's got of me but look, people change Um, but that perception I uh, completely lost my train of thought now that what guy has got. He's yeah, he's you know he's stood there yeah
0: he's like can I bring this drink in? <laughs> and I was just looking at laughing. And I'm trying to drink. listen I'm trying sorry, to sorry. listen to you as so well my bad my bad my Can bad. you can you repeat that? Sorry. Like right. Just trying sorry. To say. Oh, sorry. <laughs> right.
1: Um for a point on parenting, right? You guys have grown up with your parents and they have a perception of you, they know exactly what you're like inside out. The point that I was trying to make is me and my dad, like we've not consistently lived with one another. So he doesn't know me inside out, but we have certain conversations and he tells me, you're my son. I know what you're like. And the Mm. example he gives is like, well, yeah, maybe I was like that when I was
0: like eight, nine years old, but I'm a grown man now. That's not me. But I think when it comes to perception within the family, a large part of it is respect as well. You cannot truly be yourself, your loud self, in front of your mother or father like that because you respect them in a way that's why my dad's got that perception when I
1: was young I used to crack jokes and stuff with him like I used to be quite open but now I'm like proper mature in the way that I approach things but there's like when I speak speak to him it's almost like there's some part of him that thinks I'm still that guy or that child but I'm not
0: it's strange because sometimes when I sit with my uncles right and they're explaining something to me in for example say business yeah and Within me, I already know that what they're saying to me in this day and age is expired or if it's still relevant or if I know if I know that or not. Yeah. Mm. So I could know more than them. But I with me, I just I just listen. Right. Like I, 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 I'm not that kind of guy to like turn back to them and say, OK, um, no. Nah, it's not like that now, kind of thing. Mm, I know yeah. that it would help them, but I'm just like I don't want to like disrespect it's a, them. It's in a respect way. thing, yeah. yeah. But
2: I think that um, I, I do that. Yeah, I, I tend I, to. I, I definitely should be doing that. I respect. don't do that.
1: I'm quite direct. Yeah, but you should be. But yeah, but I say it respectfully no. when I'm direct. I don't no. say no. I think you're but wrong. What I'm trying to say, I I basically give a counter argument, yeah. but in a nice way, a respectful. Yeah. Way. But what I'm yeah. trying
0: to say is they don't know that. You've already thought about these things, or you already know these things. So sometimes it could be even the basic of things when they're trying to explain something. To but in your, in you know yourself that you know this thing, yeah. um, but you can't just say to them, "Oh, I know this already." You know what
2: I've, um, I've, I've worked in teams. Well, I've managed a team where the uh, some of the team members are quite a lot older than me. Yeah. And obviously, uh, managing someone who's a lot older than you. Who has a lot more experience in life and who thinks that they know how to do things better than you do? It's a bit. It's a little bit more difficult. Yeah. Similar, to, similar to like yeah. speaking to your parents or yeah. something. But
0: you know what? the The repercussion of that is their view of you is that because they're telling you this stuff, they think you don't know. In their view, you're less knowledgeable. Like you don't. They think you're probably a bit dumb like for a for example for a 26 year old guy you should know these things already they're grilling it into you lecturing you yeah. but you already know these things but in because of that knowledge gap they're just like he he doesn't he doesn't know he's a bit dumb yeah uh, <clears throat>
1: Indi- he- yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah. it, you know um, indirect perception indirect perception is um it, is interesting as well like when i was on the on the road or on the verge of getting married my father in law my now father-in-law eventually like um, at that point at the beginning point said no to me Mm. said no you can't marry my daughter because my dad he's married three times right so he assumed that i was going to be (laughs) like my dad there was another um, situation as well before this where um, her extended family came around so her grandparents came around to my house and um i I love her nani her nani's nice a nice person yeah she came her nana nana all came as well yeah her granddad when they left, they
2: said, no, you can't marry him. They haven't got any shiny things in their house. Yeah, I mean, um, so I mean, that's something that uh, obviously is like a generational thing. Um, that's a I G- say it to
1: my wife now, because um, um, her grandma, Nani, hasn't been to my house. Bring yeah. her to my house, I've got a lot of shiny it, things it. now. I mean, <laughs> it's
2: a similar thing with my situation, because uh, my wife is from the city. And and we're, like, we're, like, we're, like, we're Punjabi like, speaking from DC. the village. We're like a village, man. So there's a lot of like, sometimes we're like, I... Uh, w- When I said, like I said before, when I'm at home, I'm myself, and myself, like the real me, is quite annoying, and it's quite like I'm a I'm a bit of a troll and a bit annoying, yeah. Yeah. Especially like with your siblings and stuff. Yeah. I just love annoying people. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just it's just what it is. But I I always annoy my I annoy my wife by calling her like city girl.
0: That's a personality trait of you, which um, it's 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 a star thing. But you're the technical one. Yeah. The technical ones, they're the annoying ones. And yeah, if yeah. you look at your field, your field is technical as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, but a bit of yeah, a so, psychology in there. Uh, with the with the thing w- that you were saying about the shiny stuff and whatever. Obviously, we have certain expectations of uh, what a family should be like, and we we speak about city folk in a certain way. They probably speak about village folk or townspeople in a in another kind of way. But then when we got married, I realized that there's not much that's different. It's just the language. Um, and obviously, I I kind of speaking to my extended family. Um, I kind of got the perception of what how they perceive us.
0: Bro, deep down, I think a lot of people can get on, but it's like you say, it's the perception thing. It's that thing about lokia genge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they have to uphold that. So if I'm going to uh, for a rishta somewhere, for example, we have to set a certain perception. And if they come to ours, for example, they have to set a certain perception on us so you know what i mean um and it's all that thing about look um, yeah
2: because it's it's all about with the asian family it's all about what other people will yeah will uh, say. but on a
0: surface level like, i I think you can get uh yeah. not surface level sorry a deeper level you can get on with people if you live with people you can get on with the, yeah you, definitely you, man. you realize definitely. the true self when you live with those people.
2: yeah uh, there's a little bit of a difference like yeah. there's a little bit differences and in how people do things and how people yeah. talk and stuff. But 100%. I think if you
0: keep to the fundamentals like um the the religion, for example, um, knowledge, education, I think you can get on with people. Yeah. You can
1: you can never really know someone unless you've spent a significant amount of time with them. Like I've I've been through so many people, right? And there's people that aren't in my life anymore. But I wish sometimes that they actually knew me yeah. for me. Rather than know me a bit, for maybe get like an opinion, opinion of me through someone else. Yeah. Because when someone else gives an opinion of you, it's usually like filtered, and no one gets the whole story, right? I and mean, there's always two sides to a story.
0: Yeah, hundred yeah. percent.
2: Yeah, I've, uh, I think I've always, most of my life, had the perception of being like this dumb sort of character, like a goofy, dumb. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But that's you dopey know, kind of character. This is
0: what I'm saying about you know when we, for example, sat with the elders and we don't um not answer back answering back in a way can be quite wrong but that's a deeper discussion but when we don't communicate um our thoughts yeah they'll think we're dumb yeah so that's the perception we've sort of given to them just because of our lack of
2: um communication with them exactly yeah and i think recently where they've seen the improvement because you know when we work and stuff we improve our functional skills, our speaking skills, our communication skills. Yeah. Where they've seen the improvement in like, yeah. you know that kind of that yeah. kind of stuff, and I think they've can they they're just realizing now that these kids they're just like, they're, they're just elevating like, yeah, they're stuff. whiz kids, bro.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like the other day I was I was sat and
0: I was getting a mad lecture on. The, you need to get married, this, that, the other. Like, it must have been like an hour's lecture, yeah? I was just there, you know, um, la Bala just sitting there listening. Um, do you know what, I'm, what I mean by that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah like, I've never um, heard that before. but Bala is like, Israel. don't know anything. Uh, like in uh, your own world, yeah? Like, yeah. But like, n- no, I was listening, but they think that I've never thought of these things myself when I probably have like five years ago.
2: What mm. do you think
1: the perception is of you not getting married? I, I'm sure you get no, a no they, they, different they, opinions. They, not just yeah. from your family i think uh, the
2: perception i think the perception well the truth comes is, from um your circle as well isn't it? because say for example if they compare you to other people who aren't married they're like oh that guy's off the rails so that means you're going to be off the rails yeah and then that's how they
0: no but with families they have a certain expectation where okay by 28 you should be married you'll probably have a baby and you'll probably have a house or you're doing your own thing so they want to and I understand this bit as well where like the marriage is at the end of the day it's half your deen right it's a foundation I'm pretty sure when you got married you came out of university you got married it stabilised a lot of things for you yeah, yeah? it's that stability so by the age of 26, 28 for example you need to be married in our culture especially and you need to have that foundation set you need to have that stability so you can go you can propel. You can go on and do other things. Yeah. Um. You can do things that bring value to that life, that family. Um. As Asians, we're quite family orientated. Um. So if you're getting married in th- at 32, 34, 35 or whatever, um, you you're like, if you have a child at say forty years old, how are you gonna go out and play with him? How are you gonna go kick ball? Yeah. Um. Your how are you are gonna dodgy. relate to him? You got, mm. you're like
2: a generation behind.
0: patella femoral syndrome. What are you gonna do? Of these things yeah. you tell yourself. No, this As time is no, no, away. of course are these are yeah, things yeah. that obviously I I I think to myself but obviously when I'm getting that lecture they don't know that these are things I've thought of years ago. Yeah. And I have my timeline obviously I'm working towards it. Um Yeah. But it's just, it comes down to communication. Yeah. Right?
1: Do you, do you wish you would have worked towards it earlier? Or are you okay with your current timeline? I
0: think um How old are you?
2: You're two years younger than me. I'm 26. Right? 26. I was married at twenty-five. Yeah, I would have liked to have been 25. married at twenty-five.
0: Yeah, um, but things work out in the way where at twenty-five, bro, I was—I just uh, graduated, I think. Yeah, um, and I was in search of a job. Um, I probably didn't have the funds to go and invest all that into into yeah. a wedding. So my circumstances, as um, long
2: as your as long as your intention is there, might, yeah. There's exactly. no point going out of pocket too much and like kind of ruining your plans. Yeah. Uh, just like if you've got a cushion of what, like three or four years, yeah. and you've got a, a, a plan in Bro, mind. Bro, in
0: their day, it was a lot easier because, for example, with arranged marriages, um, th- th- or like cousin marriages, yeah? um, They were set for them. They were it yeah. was decided years ago, okay, you're going to marry this yeah. person. There was a small wedding. They'd even have like two brothers and two sisters. Like... Uh, from another well, you mentioned uh, yeah, on the uh, Wedding wedding kind of pod <laughs> as well
1: Child's yeah. born yeah. this child Is going to yeah. marry your child yeah. So this, know, brother, this, this brother This brother would get age.
0: married to her And this brother Would get married to her And they'd have a wedding On the same day And that's it It was done early on yeah. And you know Get on with it But we live in this society now Things are different I might not want a wife from back home. In fact, yeah. I don't want a wife from back home, yeah? And it's... But... <laughs> so, it, for me, communicating that to the elders, I need to be doing that. I think you would suit a wife from back home. No, you, know, but y- you No. Know. <laughs> no do. Not yeah. anymore. When I was younger...
2: He is a bit uh, old school, isn't he, in his thoughts? Yeah, yeah. yeah very old school. <laughs> but, but you know what it is? Um, You know when you say that? So, when you say... I I'm don't a wanna... lot more tolerant now, bro. Okay. okay, okay. So, you know when you say that you want a wife from back home, the perception of... It, I'm sat here and my perception is different to what an elder person hearing this might perceive it as. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they might think like, look at this guy. He doesn't, for, he doesn't want a wife from back home because he wants a white girl from England yeah. because he's a British boy yeah. and he's lost his culture. And That's probably what they're thinking. Yeah. But that's not the case. It's more about you're going to spend a lifetime with someone. You, you want to be able to relate to them. You yeah. want to be able to have a nice loving family yeah. and a stable home. Uh, obviously, that's like a life. Yeah. long th- um and obviously thing, their perception vision.
0: of like um, you know for example females back home um, is they're all they're all you know they're all innocent for example or they'll be like the, they'll make the perfect housewife I might not want my wife to be a housewife yeah.
2: and girls in England can't cook roti or <laughs>
1: something like that
2: my wife was telling me this uh, saying that we use all the time it's a disgusting saying um, when you're ma- when you get when you get married uh, when a girl gets married off, she can only come back to the house as a corpse or something like that. Do you know what I'm? Do you know what I'm saying? I'm saying I'm talking about. No, crazy, like man. Her honor is in. If a girl gets married off, her honor is in. The only time she can come back to the house, not like to visit, but like come back permanently, is as a corpse. Oh, it's uh, it's a it's, a, it's a Urdu saying.
0: Yeah, but um. Y- yeah. Usi hogi, yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. Oh man, that's disgusting. Uh up uh, usi... <laughs> how do you say uh, no? Love it, love it, love it. I'm gonna, not see no, no, that's <laughs> not even Ur- ab, what is that? Uh, that's that's not ordered. Uh, ye g- uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like she's yeah? dead to yeah, the good. Enough. If you can he, back, can you imagine this honour like, like, and it's a disrespect if that woman gets, say, divorced or whatever to come back. Forget about divorce. Can you imagine yeah have a fight?
2: You know, like you know like the way I see it. Is if a sister of mine gets married off, yeah. now she has two families. Yeah. Not she's minus one family and now's got another family. Yeah. That's not how I think. I think of it like my wife now has she has her parents, yeah. you know, who are you know she's grown up with her entire life. Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. um, and then she has us. She has our she has a new family. Mm. So now she's got two families. But some people see it as this. Uh, my daughter, and my sister, whatever. They temporary temporarily in this house so let's like give them uh, all the love and attention because tomorrow they're going to be going off to another house and Mm. you know what I mean it's like that's it we're dead to her kind of thing it's a a weird um I think it's really weird I think it's quite a weird thing
0: yeah I'm just oh I I just need to clarify that there's (laughs) that corpse view kind of thing is not it's not ours, like we don't stand. It's an by Indian. That.
2: It's more of an Indian thing. Yeah.
0: Um Because um you know like this is you know this stuff like that, yeah. It leads to um so say um you know how okay, you guys will know a lot about this or you've read about this probably as well. Um a woman getting married to into a house and the husband's abusive or the in laws are abusive um towards the woman and she's hidden it for years. And and she the reason why she's hidden it is because she don't wanna damage her family's honor but when she and she's even scared of telling her parents and even if she did tell her parents they'll be like no 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 keep it within within the house um or just don't report it anywhere because our it's our it's our is it in yeah. question it's our respect in question it's what people would think of this family the daughter's gone to this her home. perception is bro she perception? that daughter has been abused and that's the reason why she probably got divorced and came home yeah, yeah. but They'll say, they'll say, oh, what would people say? You got divorced. Um, it was your fault, this, that, the other. Um, when in actuality, people don't know the facts, bro.
2: People yeah, don't yeah. know the details. And I think, uh, you know, like the perception. Uh, if you take bring it back to perception, you know, like, for example, the way you treat your sister or whoever, and then when they get married off, the way the family treats her, the other family, like the in-laws, they will look at that and say, they will get a perception of, she's respected in a family but if she is like if she's just 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 like some housemaid in the family they're going to be like well sh- her own family treat her like this so what's wrong with us uh uh treating her any different do you know what i mean yeah. so you have to set the perception of others especially uh, if you're going for a rishta if, if people come over for a girl's rishta you have to like be go- be a little bit extra in in like uh being nice to her and stuff and just to show them that you know she's well respected she's well loved she's got a home basically you know what i mean so it's all about perception and putting that kind of perception in other people's minds yeah, like you even
0: know? if um if Arista came to yours or you went for Arista, people would uh they'll tidy up the house they might rearrange certain furniture um you know just to my, give that my perception.
2: dad made a um uh, when we when we were getting married with my wife uh, uh, uh because there was, I had the wedding in Leicester, and there was going to be a lot of guests. My dad made an extension, yeah.
0: and it's not—it's not even a bad thing that that you just want to show people. You're actually trying to show them that look, like we're taking like you've got some cracks somewhere in the wall or whatever. You're painting over that. You're sealing it. You want you want to create a home. You want to show that this person's going to come into our house. We're making that environment for him or her. Yeah, yeah. We're taking a we're taking that extra step to you know. Um, do the just go um, go above and beyond for her, like if like your dad made an extension, yeah, that's like going out of his way. Like he didn't have to spend thousands of pounds doing that, but just to like make the other family and the, make the daughter of the other household feel more welcome, yeah, he's got, he's taken that extra step, hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. It's true, it's true, and you can think of many examples,
1: man. And that's why they say. Um, treat everyone with with respect and treat everyone kindly because you never know what's going on in the in the background. Yeah,
2: everyone. Well, well, I would say family because remember we spoke about the workplace and ha- having different characters. family,
1: workplace, everywhere, man, everywhere. Know, this, man. this is applicable I don't everywhere. Know. I don't know about that. Trust me, man. It is. It is hundred percent. It is applicable everywhere. You know what?
2: I used to think like that as well, but my when I started working for bigger companies, I realized that there's a lot of sharks and there's a lot of competition and they see it as competition and they see you as competition so it's a little bit of a, a, a battlefield for me the yeah. workplace is a but little I, bit I a chess game
0: yeah i wouldn't always morph into how people are at my workplace like bro at workplace you get some real snaky people that are like trying to undercut then i see a face like somewhere something else that's saying something else behind your back to your manager yeah i could never ever see myself being I can't that do person, that. I, I can never, that. bro. That that yeah. comes, See, there's perception, and then it comes down to character. That's not in our character. Yeah. So the character we don't necessarily change. It's the perception that we're able to, you know, modify.
1: I have people at for workplace. We can quickly touch on the workplace again. Um, that have done the same role as me, and maybe progressed into another role, and have almost behaved in a way that like they've forgotten what their previous role was like. If you know what I mean, they've forgotten what position they used to be in. And they've kind of like they've treated me a certain way where I thought, hang on, how can you treat me this way all of a sudden when you've gotten you've gone through what I'm going through now? Do you know what I mean? So
2: I think for me, it's more the managers and the the, the guys at the top, you know, like it's what how they treat me. Um my colleagues are like graduates and stuff obviously i 'm not going to bully them i 'm not going to like put them down or feel make them feel like um they 're under me or anything i i I hate that you know i I felt like that before, so when I do have a team they I always get praised like you don 't feel like you're our manager or something always um and when i left when I left a uh, a company um at the end they asked me to do a speech, and it was like the managers and the managers were were horrible to the staff um So when I left, I was open enough to, you know, in the speech, and I I was open open enough to sort of stand up for my colleagues and say, look, you guys, you guys need to treat them better, basically. And it sort of created the perception of, I was, even though, uh, if you look at the hierarchy, I'm like here and they're like here somewhere. But it just created like people's, in people's heads, like we can actually talk, we can actually talk to these people in this way because Waka has. Because he's broken that barrier and I break a lot of barriers in the workplace so like if a team leader or manager or something um like the uh, in the company that I work for now one of the one of the te- one of the managers yeah he's Indian and he's a little bit racist so he um he assigned he aligns himself with like certain political parties and he's quite open about it um and it kind of he kind of said a few things to a, a colleague of mine so I confronted him and even though he was uh, uh, he was my direct sort of manager kind of thing, you know, I had to create the perception in his head that, you know, I might be under you, but let's less be 100% real outside of all these like titles and job titles and stuff. He's not, he's not really that much um, above me, if you know what I mean. So I kind of bring him down a notch and that's what I mean. I don't mean like... Putting people down and being horrible, but I mean like understanding who is the snake and where to cut the grass and how to do how to deal with certain people.
1: A hundred percent respect works works both ways. Yeah. If you treat me well, I will treat you well. Yeah, yeah. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I'm kind of saying like we we have bullies, right? Yeah. Bullies or people that speak to people a certain way, um where it's not reciprocated. Like if I'm, for example, being horrible to you and you're not being horrible to me. That shouldn't happen. Like if you're picking on someone for the way that they look, the way that they dress, there might be a reason why they dress that way. There might be a reason why they why they look like that. If you know what I mean. So that's 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 what I mean. Like when I when I when I was at school, right, um, people used to say, "Oh, you're really skinny. You're really skinny." But what they didn't understand was when I was at school, I used to have one meal a day. And that's all that my family could afford. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's little things like that. Like perception is important. You might look at me and think, oh, this guy's really skinny. But no, that wasn't the case. It was because most days I was going hungry. So that's yeah. where, that's, that's what I mean with you never know what someone's going through.
2: I think the uh, what you were saying about being kind to, to everyone, um, I think generally you should, that should be the first sort of It should option. be, it should be. Always be the first option to be. like be kind um especially with customers and uh, you work for a big consultancy mm. i don't know if you have the same views about big these big um d- giants like these big consultancies because i've worked for quite a few of them and there's a lot of lying involved and they kind of indirectly tell you to like lie in front of the customer just to save them save the project or whatever yeah. and um obviously yeah yeah
0: yeah that that happens but i think um when it comes to us specifically as Muslims, we got uh we. As Muslims, we got a uh, you know. Internally, we have to be kind to people. Yeah, we don't want to lie to people. Um, so these are values that, because of our religion, we can take into the workplace, and it's for the better. Like when you say about um, you know lying to save a project. I mean, stuff like that. Uh, That's not something I do, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah.
2: I, I don't like it. Um, but
0: by lying, you mean, so basically if a client has this. So if, for example, in my field, if I was I was not creative or I was not into design and if a client said to me, can you do Photoshop? Yeah. Or can you work on these user interfaces in Sketch? Yeah. If I was not skilled in those softwares, um, I, me line would be, oh, um, yeah, I can. I'm proficient, and I'm, I've got this. I've got X years of experience. Yeah, but the way I think, um, and when it comes to other software, the way I see it is like the way I, I would say is, um, I know of this software, and I can I, I can learn it. Yeah. But a lot of people, what they do is, um, oh yeah, I know that software. I've been I've been working on it for years. I'm I'll, I'll probably guilty pro- of that. early on my, pro- yeah. yeah. But the thing is, with, within like me, no, for I, example, I, I, if I, I was d-
2: I was saying, Mike, if I can give an example, yeah. Say for example, the customer has a a, um, a bit of a change request, yeah, mm. and you do the change, and it takes you two hours. You go to your project manager, you say, "This took me two hours to do." They put down three days, so they're going to charge the customer three days worth of work even though i know i've done it in two hours so then you confront the project manager and he says well uh any anyone else would have would have done it in three days they're trying to like hype you up a little bit like you're a genius you've done it in two hours but you know for a fact that anyone would have done it in two hours but then they uh, overcharge the customer by saying it actually took him three days you know that kind of stuff Um,
0: that's uh, sometimes that's actually kind of out of your control as well
2: Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't work for um, like these big consultancies anymore. I work for myself because I have control over that. Um, I I can't. There was a there was a part of me like you know. Do you remember when you came out of uni and you watched like I don't know suits or something on Netflix and you're like oh man imagine working in those big Canary Wharf big glass buildings and big offices you know that's probably the life. Um, But then when you experience a little bit of it, a little bit, a little part of you inside kind of dies, like. Oh wow! This is this is like this is a dog pit. This is like you know a Shark Tank kind of thing. This is not what I expected. So then I had to kind of distance myself and yeah,
0: it's a it's a tricky one, man. Because um, you know when I was saying about um, the client, yeah. So if a client comes to you and he says, "Um, "This is our need," I mean, it's tricky because you can never really say no to a client like that. But you also got a like you know yourself, if I get this project or I get this task, I can go away and I can learn about it. I I can do it.
2: So how how would you approach that situation? So my my, my crutch is I always um, I always make notes here and I'm like, okay, yeah, I've noted this down. I'll get back to you. That's the that's the simplest thing I do.
0: But if it's something I have um, some sort of inkling about, I I'll say yeah, I I'll say, I'll say yeah, I can yeah I can do it, but. Not in the sense that okay yeah I know how to use this software, but just for them, if they say, "Can you do this task?" I'll say, "Yeah, I can do this task." I'll take it upon me to go away and use my own time to go and either learn that software or spend uh, a longer time um, doing that software. Yeah. But I'll get the task
2: done. Yeah. So that, in I a mean, way, that's not it's not lying. I guess. I mean, like another example is like say for example, you know, in your head there's a better solution to something for a customer, yeah. and they're cu- they're asking you, "What's the best solution?" Yeah. But your company is a partnered with Adobe for e-signatures, for example, yeah. And AJ is your mate, yeah. So you're gonna, your best, your interest, your there's a conflict of, a conflict of interest, and this is this happens quite a lot in in, in things. That's why they say, don't tell them what you as a tech techie guy don't tell them like what you think is the best solution always come back to the pms or come back to that it's where they can make the most money yeah and so i uh, don't so like that, that though that's why like that's why we set up our own you know we've got um flare which is we're gonna we're gonna you know tell the viewers soon um but what that is and that's why we've got our own sort of design agencies we've we've got our own uh i've got my own company consulting company as well um it's so that
0: it it comes down to ethics right Um, yeah yeah yeah. there's some things you you shouldn't budge on um like with that because um if a solution is great for this client why would you want to go and tell them some backward solution that might build a, a company um an extra five thousand pounds, but it's not the right solution. You're damaging the long term relationship with that client.
2: Yeah, and plus, it's not the best solution. Like if yeah. they ask you for the best solution,
0: this is the thing. It, it's not the best solution, right? And in in, the, in three year, in three months or six months, it might go tease up. Yeah, yeah. But if you tell them the good solution, it, it'll 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 cost them slightly more or less. Or sorry, the your. Uh, employer it might they might be able to charge higher or lower for it but it's the right solution and because of that right solution that company has built a trust with you they'll give yeah. you some other business yeah, yeah yeah, um so i i see all the time man as as
2: consultants you see this a lot man like that's why I, I, I believe in like ethical consulting and there's a lot there's not very much like you know all these small companies where they go to the hitachis and the ibms and the I don't want to mention uh, your company, but they go to all these big fishes thinking that these guys probably have the best uh, experience and the best consultants. That's not true. Um, I would suggest to do a little bit of research and go to like... uh, uh, smaller firms yeah. who have who have yeah. a more vested interest in and
0: they're more enthusiastic about the project as well because they want to win business they'll if they perform well on this business they'll yeah. get other projects so they have that hunger it's like the carrot and stick thing these startups for example they need to survive they need to pay for their employees yeah, yeah. need to build good relationships They're they're not always going to stay a startup they're going to grow 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 and in order for them to do that they have to build these long-term relationships corporates or if they if they screw a company over for a hundred million they'll get over it in a couple of a couple of weeks just
2: just do this yeah go to any comp any big corporation any big consulting firm that you want to join just google the amount of court cases or uh, whatever current active court cases against that company and you'll be surprised Mm. At the amount of customers who are taking them to court for something or another, money, thing or something or another, it's quite surprising, you know. The companies that I've worked for, they've had active sort of court cases. Whilst I'm working there, I've they've called me in, in on the project to like deliver the minimal viable man, product. A lot of yeah. a
0: lot of management consultants, they're just not up to it, man. Like. Ugh. It's, it's difficult to give away like uh, inside secrets. Um, maybe it's a podcast for another episode. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to kind of think about what I say on a podcast. Because if, if my employees say, they turn around and look at this, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know, it could have certain ramifications for my career at the end of the day. Yeah, but yeah. somebody inside secrets are that everyone knows and they're out there in the public domain is that if if a, if I a, say a level two uh, consultant, if, if say if uh, there's a level two consultant and the role that the clients ask for is like a level four or a level five, they'll ship out that level two consultant. He might not have the capability, but they'll ship out that consultant to the company, and they'll charge him for that level four or five rate, Yeah, which yeah. is meant to, and the the client is not getting that value.
2: Yeah. Yeah? I, I would say to, to anyone uh, who's graduated now and they're starting their new jobs and they, they want to progress or whatever, don't let the... Don't let your company's um, category, like where they place you in, uh, like for example, I had a, recently I had a junior consult, junior CRM consultant under my wing who was shadowing me, yeah, yeah. and I said to her like, um, I said to her like, try get your this junior removed from your name, firstly, and firstly, don't go to a client and say I'm a junior consultant because clients are not going to like that. So I spoke to her manager and I said can you please just remove all you all you got to do is just remove the junior because um it's causing some issues yeah. and so they they created a policy where any new consultant that comes on board doesn't come on as as a junior because it creates a bad image
0: yeah junior and there's other titles like early career yeah yeah um, and
2: these are not you know and I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, let a company sort of decide yeah. where you are um, and companies
0: are moving away from that as well though because um if someone's job title is an early career consultant and they've pitched that to a client um, who they're bill- billing higher for, um, it won't work. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, it, they they'll lose out at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, this the discussion is digressing a little bit. But yeah. um, I feel. But uh, yeah. but
2: we are we are gonna we are gonna we are gonna um have a few episodes on our journeys and what we're doing outside of our work. Yeah. And any kind of companies that and, and other bids because I don't think they know they they know what we're they probably have a perception of us that we've got a lot of time on our hands and we just do podcasts but we're actually doing a lot like we have a lot going on outside of our our, our, our workplaces we've got different um uh, revenue streams and we want to talk about these uh building these streams and stuff in future podcasts but yeah
1: quick question we'll take a couple of minutes only um have you guys seen the netflix documentary don't fudge with cats
2: Oh my god oh, you I've know been what? recommended that Watch it Shall I, I watch don't want
1: to watch it Watch it Because when it comes to Perception That's very important Because the guy who uh, Killed those cats It starts with Apparently that, don't, really, spoil it, don't spoil basically, it Basically He did everything To Basically become famous Yeah um, But in a way Where he didn't get caught I, I don't want to give it away But watch yeah. it um,
2: But I've I've heard that It's very disturbing Because it's quite it doesn't right. show it doesn't show you anything disturbing to be honest. does it show you the killing
0: of no the no, cats? no 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 oh, okay cool i no, I think we'll um leave it uh, at that we'll leave that recommendation at the end. people can go away, watch it, and make up their own minds. It's and important then, because yeah. we live in a society where
1: people are doing things. To get famous yeah. through perception, right? You go on Instagram, you see people living these lavish lives, these happy lives, but in reality, it's not the case. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. I think we had a cracking discussion today, man. It was. Um was really good discussion. Um, there, there, there were a few bullet points that I've intentionally left out uh, because I feel like um, they will, they, they should have their own podcast. Um, so yeah, we'll sign out now.
1: Cool. Sayonara. That does mean goodbye, right?
0: What?
2: Sayonara. In, in what language?
1: Sayonara, it means goodbye. In what language? I don't know. You don't By know? I, I, I Sayonara? F- I believe it means goodbye. That reminds me
2: Sayonara. Huh? Sayonara. Sayonara. Wait, let me see. Is it Japanese? It sounds like it sounds probably Japanese. <laughs>
1: probably.
0: It sounds like se-ya-ra. That's I don't know what that is. It, it was on your wedding. Was it? Yeah.
1: Well, oh, I didn't choose the playlist.